If you have your Bibles, if you will please turn with me to Acts chapter 20, Acts chapter 20 this morning, and we're going to start out in verse 17, Acts 20 and 17. Amen. Praise the Lord. Mission Sunday. And isn't it awesome to see what God's doing in the mission field? Amen. God's raising up laborers. Amen. He's raising up vessels. He's putting them in place. He's anointing them. He's calling them. He's putting that burden inside of them. And he's sending them to accomplish what needs to be accomplished. Amen. And we're beginning to see the gospel preached at all four corners of the earth. Praise the Lord. Amen. As we prepare for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ on his return. Amen. As he splits that eastern sky. So it's exciting to see what God's doing. Amen. And, you know, God had given me a heart uh, for Pakistan a, a few years back. And I knew it was God because, you know, me and my own self and my own flesh, that'd probably be one of the last places I would pick. Amen. But God gave me that burden. He gave me that passion. He placed these men and women in my life, gave me that love for them. I knew it was a God connection. It was, it was a kingdom connection. Amen. There wasn't a doubt in my mind. They were family from the time of the beginning. You just knew it was right. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like when you see that woman, you just know it's right or that man. Amen. Well, anyways, praise God. So let's jump off into our scripture uh, this morning in, in Acts chapter 20 and verse 17. And Amen. And the word of the Lord reads. He says, from Maltus he sent to Ephesus and called to him the elders of the church. And when they had come to him, he said to them, You yourselves know from the first day that I set foot in Asia, how I was with you the whole time, serving the Lord with all humility and with tears and with trials which came upon me through the plots of the Jews. How I did not shrink from declaring to you anything that was profitable and teaching you publicly and from house to house. And now behold, all right, solemnly testifying to both Jews and Greeks of repentance towards God and faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. And now behold, bound by the Spirit. Somebody say, bound by the Spirit. I am on my way to Jerusalem and not knowing what will happen to me there, except that the Holy Spirit solemnly testifies to me in every city, saying that bonds and afflictions await me. But I do not consider my life of any account as dear to myself, so that I may finish my course and the ministry which I received from the Lord Jesus to testify solemnly of the gospel of the grace of God. And now behold, I know that all of you among whom I went about preaching the kingdom will no longer see my face. Therefore I testify to you this day that I am innocent of the blood of all men. For I did not shrink from declaring to you the whole purpose of God. Be on guard. Somebody say, be on guard. For yourselves and for all the flock among which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers, the shepherds, the church of God, which he purchased with his own blood. And I know that after my departure, savage wolves will come in, in among you and not sparing the flock. 
And from among you ourselves, men will arise speaking perverse things to draw away the disciples after them. Therefore, be on alert. Somebody say, be on alert. Remembering that night and day for a period of three years, I did not cease to admonish each one with tears. And now I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you the inheritance among all those who are sanctified. I have coveted no one's silver or gold or clothes. You yourselves know that these hands ministered to my own needs and to the men who were with me. And in everything I showed you that by working hard in this manner, you must help the weak and remember the word of the Lord Jesus, that he himself said, it is more blessed to give than it is to receive. Amen. Let me pray this morning as we get started. Dear Heavenly Father, we just come before you in the name of Jesus. and We thank you, Lord, for this time together. We thank you for your word. <laughs> we thank you, Lord, how it guides us and leads us. But Lord, anoint me to teach your people to preach your gospel, your message, God, that changes lives, God, that brings life. Father, I ask you to forgive us for all of our sins. Just wash us, cleanse us, and cover us in your son's precious blood. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, if you would give the Lord a hand praise in this house this morning. All right. Well, I want to talk to you about a subject this morning. And I want to challenge each and every one of you this morning just a little bit as we get started. And my topic is the challenge to serve faithfully. The challenge to serve faithfully. You know, and as we come here into the house of the Lord and we take this opportunity to thank God for his faithfulness. Amen. Because we were singing that song, He is Faithful. Amen. We also have to be reminded, amen, that God requires faithfulness from us as well. In fact, I want to share this with you this morning, saints, that faithfulness is the most important quality that is needed in serving the Lord. Faithfulness is probably one of the, the most important quality when it comes to serving the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And this can be seen, amen, and the call which he gave the church, amen. And, and I want to bring you back to a scripture for a moment in Revelations in chapter 2 and verse 10 where God began to speak and give a call to the church, amen, of Smyrna there. And he said this, he said, fear nothing that you are about to suffer. He said, behold, the devil is indeed about to throw some of you in prison that you may be tested and proved and critically appraised, and for 10 days you will have affliction, but he said, be loyal. Somebody say, be loyal. Be loyal. He said, be loyal and be faithful unto death. And then he goes on to say another scripture here, and he says, and I will give you, amen, the crown of life. See, there's something there that we have to grab a hold of that's very crucial. He says, be loyal and be faithful unto death, and I will give you the crown of life. So I want to challenge each and every one of you this morning as we're uh, looking at what God is doing in our lives. And I, I want to challenge you this morning, saints, amen, in order to serve God, amen. But I'm going to challenge you in order to serve in, in a way that you would be found faithful, you know, each and every one of us as we're preparing, amen, 
for what the day that God takes us home, amen. Each and every one of us want to hear those great sweet words, amen, where God says, amen, well done, good and faithful servant. And if that's something that we're wanting to hear, amen, and I know every believer, amen, in their right mind wants to hear those words coming from their heavenly Father's mouth, amen. Then I want us to be challenged today, amen, in order to seek out what that means in order to serve God faithfully in our lives. What does it mean in order to be found faithful, amen, in the eyes of God? And so I'm going to challenge you, amen, this morning to serve God, but I'm going to challenge you to serve him faithfully. And I'm going to have this gentleman put my point up here for just a moment. But when it comes, saints, to faith, to serving God faithfully, the first thing that we have to really look at when it comes to this, amen, and us being faithful is that we have to be Faithful to the Lord Jesus Christ first. In other words, we can be faithful in our service. Amen. But what about faithful, amen, in our communion? We can be faithful in doing the things of God. Amen. But what about faithful in our relationship with God? Are y'all with me today? You know, in 1 Samuel 12 and 24, as he puts it on the board, he says this. He says, only fear the Lord. And serve him in truth with all of your heart. For consider what great things he has done for you. See, you and I, amen, it's great to be faithful when it comes to doing the things of God, amen. It's great to be faithful when it comes to ministry. It's great to be faithful, amen, in order to be the hands and feet of Jesus. And we're going to get to that in just a moment, amen. But what about starting out with being faithful to the Lord Jesus Christ, amen, in your relationship, amen, in your communion, hello somebody, in your obedience, amen. Or what about even, amen, in your lifestyle, Because there's people that can want to be faithful in serving God, amen, and doing the works of the Lord, but they're not faithful in their own relationship, in their personal life. Are y'all with me today? Because I'm here to tell you this morning that God is more concerned, amen, with who you are and what you, your relationship than him, than he is with what you're doing for him. Can I get an amen? And in order for us to truly be those that are found faithful, it's going to start with us being faithful in our relationship with God. You know, we can have a relationship and we can do all these things for somebody. We can serve them. We can cook for them. We can clean. We can do their clothes. We can go to work and make a living and pay the bills But what if we're not faithful in our relationship to them? Hello. What if we're cheating on them? Which, amen, how many of y'all know God is a jealous God? What if they don't have all of our heart? What if they have a portion of our heart, but our heart is really, amen, somewhere else? Are y'all with me today? He says, love the Lord your God with all of your heart. Amen. With all of your strength. 
with all of your mind. Amen. So when we want to be faithful, when we are challenged to be faithful, it's going to start with us being faithful in our relationship to the Lord Jesus Christ. Are y'all with me today? And out of that will flow everything else in our lives. Out of that will flow service to the Lord. Out of that will flow obedience to his will. Out of that will flow us accomplishing what God wants us to accomplish. Can I get an amen? Amen. So sometimes we got to start simple and just start, amen, being faithful to God, amen. Not allowing sin to come into our lives and into our heart. Not allowing the world to step in, amen, and creep in like it does sometimes, amen, that those desires. Are y'all with me today? The Bible says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Amen. When the Lord is first and foremost in your life and you are faithful to God in your relationship, everything else amen will fall in place can I get an amen so I challenge you this morning to be faithful and here in the scriptures that we read when we opened up we begin to look at a man that was faithful from the time that God encountered him until the time that God took him home we see this great example in the apostle Paul amen who was one that was faithful to God. We begin to see these, as we read here, we begin to see these various journeys that Paul would take, amen. <clears throat> but Paul began, amen, on one of these journeys, he began to call the elders of the church of Ephesus. And he was calling them for a conference because he was wanting to share something with them, Amen. And he was beginning to communicate to them what God had placed on his heart. And we begin to see that taking place in these scriptures as he goes back to my original scripture in Acts chapter 12 and verse 17. If you'll put that up there. Excuse me, I'm sorry, 20. Thank you, Lord. He says, for my lattice, he sent to Ephesus and called to him the elders of the church. Amen. He called the, the men of God. Amen. The women of God. He called the elders of the church. Go on right there. 18. And when they had come to him, he said to them, you yourselves know from the first day that I set foot in Asia, how I was with you the whole time. Amen. Serving the Lord. And look at this right here in this scripture. Amen. He was serving him, but look how he was serving him. He was serving the Lord with all humility. Come on, somebody. If you and I are going to be faithful in the eyes of God, we're going to have to be those that are serving with humility. Amen. In other words, Paul was at a point here where he was showing the elders of the church, first of all, whom he serves. And he was drawing attention, not to himself, but he was drawing attention to the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. As the one. Amen. Are y'all with me today? See, there's people serving God, but they're serving him, drawing attention to their self. And he goes on to say, amen, and with tears and with trials, amen, you're, you and I, we're going to go through some things in this walk, amen. If you're going to serve God, you're going to find yourself dealing with something. You're going to find yourself, amen, broken before the Lord. And he came upon me and through the plots of the Jews. Next verse. 
But he says here how I did not shrink from declaring to you anything that was profitable. Amen. In other words, it wasn't stopping him from doing what God had called him to do. Are y'all with me today? See, Paul right here, he was showing that Jesus was a big part of his life. Amen. Paul would never think of himself apart from the Lord. Amen. Everything, when he thought of himself, it would be thinking of him with the Lord. See, Paul belonged to him alone, and, and so he lived to do the very will of the Lord. He was a man that was faithful. Are y'all with me today? He was faithful to the Lord. If you and I want to be faithful, then we're going to need to be faithful to God first. In verse 24, as he goes there real quick, he says this. He says, I do not consider my life of any account as dear to myself. So that I may finish my course in the ministry which I receive from the Lord. As he puts my next point up there on the screen. I'm not going to be before you long this morning. Amen. We've got to be faithful to the Lord first. Amen. And then we've got to be faithful to our calling. Let me use another word that you might be able to understand here for just a moment. Amen. We've got to be faithful to our role in this thing. See, each and every one of us have a calling from God. Each and every one of us have a role that God has called us to play, amen, and to be when it comes to the body of Christ, amen. The Bible says that there's many members, amen, but one body, amen. And each and every one of us have a specific task and a specific purpose and a specific role that God has called us to be in the body of Christ. And although they may be many and they may be different, are y'all with me today? It's for a specific purpose in our lives so you and I we've got to be faithful to that calling we've got to be faithful to that role that God has called us to in our lives can I get an amen we've got to be faithful and Paul is this great example he's a great example of one who is very faithful to fulfill his role in life amen I want you to ask yourself today, am I faithful in fulfilling the role that God has given me in the body of Christ? Because each one of us have a gifting. Each one of us have a calling. Each one of us have a purpose. We have a role in this thing. And I know some of you, amen, may be trying to figure that out right now, amen. Some of you may still be young in this thing and you're figuring it out. Well, I'm going to tell you, amen, keep searching because God is going to begin to show you and he's going to begin to identify that, amen, there's a purpose that you have for every single season in your life. And Paul was one that knew exactly what the role that the Lord wanted him to fulfill. And he said this, he said this in the scripture, he said he was to testify the gospel of God's grace. This was his role in serving the Lord, and he was devoted himself to fulfill it, and he fulfilled it faithfully wherever he went. Amen. And he had been doing this in Ephesus for three years, the Bible said. Amen. And three years was actually the longest time that Paul had served in one city throughout his whole missionary journey. Amen. And this is because of his, its strategic location in reaching the whole province of Asia. Are y'all with me today? And within that time, Paul put all of his efforts to fulfill the role that God had for him in several ways. Are y'all with me today? See, first, we have to be faithful unto the Lord. Amen. 
It's not just enough just to be serving God and we're not even right with God. Hello. Amen. How many of y'all would want to serve the Lord? Amen. Amen. But it's going to start with us. Amen. Being faithful in our relationship with God. He says, he who is faithful over little, I will make you ruler over much. But it's going to start with your faithfulness to the Lord. I remember when I first started, I didn't have a whole lot. Amen. When it came to ministry, I didn't have a whole lot of knowledge. I didn't have a whole lot of experience. Amen. I didn't have a whole lot of know-how. But one thing I had, amen, that I know who my God was and I know that I loved him with all of my heart and I know, amen, that I was going to live my life for Jesus Christ, amen. And I would seek his faith and be faithful in my prayer closet and be faithful and diligent in my, in my time with the word, amen, and then be faithful in serving whatever he put in front of me, amen. I would be diligent to be faithful with whatever it was, amen. It may have not been much, but that's okay. It doesn't have to be much God can take a little and do a lot with it if you're just willing to be faithful amen are y'all with me today and God began to move and some of that faithfulness needs to come in faithful and trusting him hello amen we can't expect God to bless us with all these things, amen. amen, and we can't even believe them, amen, to take care of something simple. Are y'all with me today? Somebody say, God is good. But we look here in the scriptures, amen, and we begin to see where Paul was preaching the kingdom of God. And not only was he preaching the kingdom of God, but he was warning everybody night and day, the Bible said, with tears. Amen. And through his faithful teaching and through him testifying to the Jews and the Greek and preaching the kingdom of God and warning Christians against false teachers. Amen. It's, it's, it takes some work and some effort if you're going to be a shepherd in the Lord's house. Are y'all with me today? Amen. You've got to be on guard. You've got to be alert. You've got to be looking. You've got to be teaching. You've got to be imparting. Amen. But that's okay. God is faithful. Can I get an amen? Amen. But this is what Paul was doing. Amen. This is what he was doing, and Paul fulfilled his role well, despite the many difficulties and challenges which he faced in throughout his life. And if anybody's read about Paul, he 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 dealt with some challenges, didn't he? He dealt with some difficulties, he dealt with some adversity, but it didn't stop him from accomplishing what God had called him to accomplish. He would continue to go forward, he would continue to press on, he would continue to move forward with what God had for his life. I'm here to tell you, you and I, we can't get a quitting spirit. Amen. We've got to be ones that will press on. We've got to be ones that will keep going forward in spite of what the adversity and the challenges and the obstacles that we encounter. And we're going to encounter some. Can I get an amen? Anybody that's been walking with God for any length of time knows that you're going to encounter some things. But you continue to go forward. You continue to seek him. You continue to serve him. And you continue to be faithful in the midst of doing it. Can I get an amen? 
Some of us, we encounter one big challenge and we're done. We're ready to shut it down. Call it quits. I guess this Christian thing ain't for me. It ain't working out real well. Hello. Somebody say, God is good. Thank God Paul didn't quit. And Paul didn't expect the elders of Ephesus to do what he did because they had a different role to accomplish, amen? But he knew what his role was. God is good, amen? And my last point is they put it on the screen. Is be faithful to the vision. If you'll go with me to Acts chapter 26 and verse 19. And the word of God reads. So King Agrippa. I did not prove disobedient to the heavenly vision. To the heavenly vision. I want, to, I want to share this with you real quick, saints. Amen. You and I, each and every person in here, we need a heavenly vision. A heavenly vision. We, we need a vision that's reaching our world for Jesus Christ. Amen. But that heavenly vision, that was the vision which God had planted in the heart of Paul, amen. And we see it in Acts 26 and 17 as he puts it on the screen, amen. Paul said this, amen. He said, amen. God said this, he said to Paul, amen. He said, I will deliver thee from the people and from the Gentiles unto whom now I send thee. He says, rescuing you from the Jewish people and from the Gentiles, To whom I'm sending you, amen. Now, I I don't know if y'all know this, but Paul Paul was like most of the other Israelites of his day. He didn't have much vision when it came to the Gentiles. Okay? He had vision when it came to the Jews, but he didn't have vision when it came to the Gentiles, amen? But there was a world of need out there. But Paul was one that was largely blind to that need, amen. And even in the midst of a world, amen, of five billion people, saints, the danger is this. The danger is that we too may be largely blind to their needs. Are y'all with me today? And when you talk about Gentiles in, in, the, in, in the Bible, amen, the Gentiles were people, amen, that were, were, were outsiders. Hello, they were people of the world. Are y'all with me today? Amen. And you and I, we've got to begin to grab this because if we could ever catch a vision of what others could be when it comes to having Jesus as their Savior, amen. If you and I could grab that vision in our lives, are y'all with me today? See, Paul was one that was blind but concerning the Gentiles, but in the midst of of this world, amen, we find ourselves being blind to the needs around us. Somebody say, give me a heavenly vision, God. 
See, we got to get outside of ourselves. Hello, somebody. And outside of our little situation and the outside of the people that we think, amen, we just want to be around. And sometimes we've got to begin to grab a hold of what God, amen, is showing us in the heart of God concerning life. Amen. Because we don't want to be those people that are categorizing, amen, their selves. Are y'all with me today? We don't want to be those people that are categorizing everything. In other words, they're saying, well, we're over here, amen, with God's life. And they're out there, amen, serving Satan. Are y'all with me today? It's like we're the good guys and they're the bad guys. Hello, somebody. But Jesus, undoubtedly, he would, he would want to spend his time, amen, with us. Hello, are y'all with me today? Some of us think that. Yet when Jesus was on the earth, you know what his big problem was? They couldn't keep him away from the bad guys. Hello. Now, I'm not talking about just to kick it. You know what I mean? I'm talking about for a purpose. See, that, that's going to take you getting out of your comfort zone. That's going to take you being around some people, amen, that aren't like you. See, see, this is a big problem with the church today, amen. The big problem with the church today, and I'm not just talking about Victor Life, I'm talking about the church as a whole, amen. They only want to engage with the good people, God's people. Amen. But Jesus in God's heart was, amen, that he would go after all people. He would go for the Jews. He would go for the Gentiles. He would go for the Christian. He would go for the lost. He would go for the dying. He would go for the broken. He would go for the hurting. He would go for the drug addict. He would go for the alcoholic. He would go for the prostitute. He would go for the sinner. He would go, amen, for the depressed. He would go for the oppressed. He would go, amen, for them to reach them with the gospel message of Jesus Christ. Why, amen? We've got to catch a heavenly vision concerning our lives. Are y'all with me today? Because we can find ourselves getting comfortable, amen, in our own little way in our own little bubble and then we look at those people and we look at them like forgetting that one day we used to be those people hello are y'all with me today and you say well I was never a drug addict no but you were born a sinner is anybody born on this earth outside of Jesus was born a sinner other than Adam, and he chose to become one. Are y'all with me today? See, we need a heavenly vision, saints. A heavenly vision. A heavenly vision is what's going to make us be faithful in our service unto the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Are y'all following me today? You know, People without Christ are like blind people. But people with Christ, they come to see for the first time. Amen. It's like emerging from pitch darkness into 
this brilliant light, amen, from the power of Satan and under the power of God. Are y'all with me today? Hello, somebody. And Satan kills and he steals and he destroys human life. But salvation puts people under a new management. Amen. They put them, amen, under a new authority. They put them in a new kingdom, which is the kingdom of God, where they spend eternity in the presence of the almighty God. Are y'all with me today? And they receive forgiveness of their sins. And they receive forgiveness of that awful past. Are y'all with me today? And they receive their inheritance. In other words, those people that had nothing become heirs of the riches of God. Can I get the worship team to come forward? But saints, I want to tell you this. This is what happens when you and I share the gospel with the, with the world that is lost in sin. This is a heavenly vision. Amen. This is a heavenly vision. This is the heart of God. This is this was his heart. This is his plan. This is his desire. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Amen. He loved the sinner. He didn't love the sin, but he loved the sinner. He loves the backslider. He loves you and I. You know, throughout our world, we, there are people whose lives have been twisted and distorted by sin. But in Jesus Christ, they can grow in God's grace and God's knowledge. And saints, this is the vision that we must catch. In other words, you need to see somebody. And you don't see them where they're at. You see them what they can become. Hello. Where they're at, they may be tore up from the floor up. They may be busted and disgusted. They may not be able to be trusted. Amen. Amen. They may be dead as a doorknob in their trespasses and sins. Amen. They may be filthy. Amen. And filthy. Come on, somebody in that robe that's just filled with sin. Amen. But you've got to begin to see them in the eyes of God. You've got to begin to see them in the way that Christ sees you and I and sees the world. Amen. He sees them. Amen. As something beautiful. Amen. As something great. As something precious. Are you all with me today? As something pure. As he takes off that robe of filth and puts on that robe of righteousness. As he begins to wash them and cleanse them and cover them in his precious blood. As he takes them when they were stained red as crimson and makes them white as snow. As he takes them, amen, into a new creation. And the old things pass and the new things come. And as he puts his spirit in them, his stamp upon them and empowers them. By the grace of God to live the victorious Christian life. That's the vision you and I have to see. And Paul is a great example of that. Amen. Paul was that person. And Paul saw that need and that vision. Whether you know it or not, you and I were that person. But now we have to see that need and that vision. Come on, stand to your feet. So I want to challenge you today, saints, 
I want to challenge you today to be one that would serve God faithfully. I want to challenge you to be one that will be faithful in your relationship with Christ. I want to challenge you that you would be one that is faithful in your role in the body of Christ. And I want you to be one that's found faithful in the heavenly vision. The heavenly vision. Amen. The heavenly vision. God's going to give you a vision. He's going to give you a burden. He's going to give you. Amen. He's going to show you some things. He's going to show you some needs. You're going to see those needs. But there's a reason why he's showing it to you. Amen. There's a reason why he's showing it to you. What are you going to do with it when he shows it to you? Amen. Are you just going to say, oh, well, there's, yeah, they, they need to get it together. They need this. They need that. They need education. They need this. They need Jesus. They need finances. They need food. They need this. Amen. It's not enough for us just to see a need. We have to begin to meet the need. We've got to be faithful serving God. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this time. I thank you, Lord, for faithful men and women that are faithful to you, God, that are faithful to your calling, that are faithful to your vision. Father God, just begin to anoint them to, to walk in a way that you've called them to walk, to be, God, who you've called them to be and to accomplish what you've called them to accomplish. Reveal it to them this morning, my King. Reveal to them, God, what you have, what you want to do. Reveal to them, God, their need for you, God. Help them, Lord. Help them to see it, God. Help them to walk in it. Father, I thank you, Lord, that you're raising up faithful men and women that will serve you faithfully. I thank you for that today, God. I thank you. Release that in this place. Release that, God. Because I know, God, that you would rather have faithful people than you would. Amen. You'd rather have people that worship you, that seek your face. Yes, yeah, sacrifice is great. We're called to be a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to you, God. That's our spiritual act of worship. But what's really, God, what you really want is a broken and contrite heart and spirit, God. Father, I thank you, Lord Jesus, today. I thank you, Father God, for challenging them to serve you faithfully. In Jesus' name. Come on, let's worship the King this morning.